7 a.m. in Los Angeles, 10 a.m. in New York City. In London, 3 in the afternoon, Riyadh, Saudi Arabia, it's 5 o'clock p.m. And Sydney, New South Wales, it is 1 o'clock in the morning. Go to bed! And in Malaysia, it's 1977. I'm Jay Sheldon, and I'm not wearing pants. Hey, everybody. Oh, my, I'm tired. <laughs> Great way to start the show, right? I'm tired. But it's been, it's been a very long day today. Good to see you with us. Uh, right off the bat, we want to thank StreamBeats.com for supplying the uh, tunes. I know the music in the beginning was a little screwed up. Uh, that was my fault, not theirs. But uh, StreamBeats, they don't pay me for this, but they provide the music. It's free, copyright free. You won't get any strikes, no hits, whether you are a streamer on YouTube or Facebook or Twitch.tv. And uh, we thank them very much, uh, Harris Heller and all of his efforts over there at uh, StreamBeats.com. Be sure you like, subscribe, share, wherever you may be viewing. We are triple casting. We're live on Facebook Live, which is I'm Not Wearing Pants. We are also on YouTube, Jay Sheldon's channel. You look for that little logo right there there and uh, also on twitch.tv of course jay sheldon no pants also abla obligated orb hey good to see you tonight hey there all right nice to have you along for the ride um and i want to send out a very special hello to ashley who is in new south wales i'm not sure that you're watching tonight ashley but i hope you are and if you are welcome and if you see this later Welcome anyway. Nice to have you along. What are my notifs? Garbage? What? I, I'm confused. I don't know. Um, however, you will see over here a new pop-up. Yes, it's the J. Sheldon No Pants. Oh, notifications. <laughs> um, you will. You will see... It's a little pop-up. Now, I tried. I tried. But you know the boomer, me and, and high tech. Mm, it, there's a learning curve, okay? Um, and, yeah, I, I'm, I tried to make that a link. But I don't think it is. Try and click on it. See if it does anything. I don't think it will. Um, however, what you can do, and I will put that in the chat is you can go to, uh, hang on a quick second. Okay. You can go to uh, the link that I'm going to put in the twitch.tv chat. And um, there. That is my new merchandise store. Yes, I will do anything to make a sale around this place. So if you would like, if you are so inclined, if that little when it pops up here again if that little pop-up thing doesn't work as a link then over there in the chat or over there in the chat in the chat on twitch.tv you will see a uh, a link to the merchandise store uh you know as a matter of fact i'm gonna i'm gonna put that in the uh facebook page also so 
there. You can check that out over there if you are watching on Facebook. Uh, thank you. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a setup from Streamlabs. They do a pretty good job. The merchandise, pretty good quality. I checked it out. So I stuck my logo on a few products, and now you can go buy them if you want to. Um, <laughs> I appreciate it. Oh, man. It'll be fun. I got to pick up a few of them myself, and then we can actually wear the T-shirts on the show. That will be that will be fun. That will be cool. Instead of this variety pack. Although I think, you know, somebody mentioned that. Someone sent me an email. I get emails, by the way. If you'd like to um, to be in touch, right here. Uh, Nopants at jsheldon.com is the email address. You can write anything, comments, criticisms, things you think I should talk about, things I shouldn't talk about, whatever. We listen to you. And um, somebody wrote me and made the comment, by the way, I reply all your emails. No matter what, I will reply you. But they made the comment, how come you wear the same shirt in two or three broadcasts in a row? I should explain that. <laughs> when I'm just hanging around, I, 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 I ask, I, uh, oh, Ocus Pocus, I, or Focus Pocus, or, or Icus Pocus. Hello, hi, hi. No audio? What do you mean no audio? No audio? Mm, looks good on my side. That's weird. Check your settings, Pocus, because uh, everything seems to be all right from my side. Um, as far as I can tell, it looks all right. Uh, one of these days, I should join your show. You should indeed join my show. Yes, you should, for sure. Hold on, let me just... Uh... Yeah, there's audio. Okay. Um, all right. Don't scare me like that. <laughs> okay, Obligated can hear me, so at least one person. I'm going to talk about that in a little while, too. Okay, there's that thing, that pop-up. See if you can click on that. I don't think you're going to be able to because I didn't set it up right. I'll figure it out. Anyway, it's it's in the chat. So if you want to go to the mer merchandise store, check it out. Pretty good stuff. Anyway, so the reason is because when I hang around in the studio here or just around the house, the studio is in my house, uh, I don't wear a shirt. I wear shorts. I rarely wear pants. And on this show, I'm not wearing pants. But uh, I rarely wear a shirt. So I put on the shirt to do the show. You'll thank me for that later. And then when I'm done with the show, I take off the shirt and I put it on the back of the chair. So then the next time, a couple of days later, because I stream Tuesdays, Thursdays, Saturdays, I just put the same shirt on for a couple of shows and then throw it in the laundry and grab a new one. So anyway, in answer to your question, that's why sometimes you will see me wear the same shirt two shows in a row. <laughs> oh, man. But I really should. I, I will change it up every show, I think. I've got like 5,000 T-shirts. so And soon I will have some Jay Sheldon I'm Not Wearing Pants shirts. So we can wear those. That'll be fun. Um, cool. I've got lots of things to talk about tonight. Uh, not a whole lot happened personally in my life. I'm still working from home. We are still under house arrest here in Malaysia. Remember, it's not a quarantine. Quarantine is what you do to sick people, and we're not sick. At least most of us aren't. And uh, so anyway, we're under house arrest. And now they made an announcement that on April 1st, you can, everyone go back to their offices. Because up until this point, it was some weird screwed up, so many percentage of management and workers and X percent can be in the office. The rest have to work from home, blah, 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 BS, Buffalo sandwich. And so apparently they're lifting all that. However... 
they're still not lifting the interstate travel ban. I'm just going to leave it there. It's going to tick me off, and I'm not going to talk about it. Political crap. Okay, enough of that. Uh, let's see. We've got some Facebook review stuff to go on. Um, but you know what? While we're on the subject, why don't I just go right back into that? Let me show you a quick one here. I, I, I saw this. It was so funny. I had to do it. Okay, here it is. Before you board the plane. One, it looks like maybe two meter spacing before you board the plane. 30 minutes later. Bum, bum, bum. Yeah. Make any sense to you? Me neither. Uh, okay. <laughs> Honestly, on flights nowadays, it's my understanding they actually do some spatial seating. But, you know, still, you're in a big tin can in the sky, breathing recirculated air. I mean, come on. Uh, okay, obligated. We've spoken before, but it was at four in the morning. Oh, my God. Sleep deprived. And I drunkenly asked you if you had any more satellites. Uh Okay. <laughs> uh, needless to say, when I woke up later, I was so confused. I, I can see that you would be. Kiwi Little. Hello, Kiwi Little. Good to see you. Nice to have you along for the ride. Thank you, sir, for joining us. Uh, you know what? I suddenly realized I have no idea if Kiwi Little is a sir or a ma'am. So whoever or whatever gender you are, or I guess these days you choose to be, um, welcome. Nice to have you along for the ride. Um, we are, again, triple casting Facebook, YouTube, Twitch.tv. Like, subscribe, share, do all those things. It's important to build up our numbers. Uh, on Facebook, Facebook Live, it's mostly the likes and the shares that's important. That tickles the algorithm. On YouTube, mm, liking is important. Subscribe is very important. And Twitch.tv, it's mainly the subscribers. Twitch is kind of hard to figure out their algorithms, but subscribers help a lot. So if you are so inclined, please do. Uh, like I said, you can always get in touch with an email. I answer all my emails, nopants at jsheldon.com. Skype me if you want to jump on the show and be part of the action here. We always welcome you to call in. It's a, uh, it's a Connecticut number if you're in Connecticut, uh, 860-598-0987. Or on Skype. You just type in Jay Sheldon, you look for that logo, and hit call, and you'll be on the show next thing you know. Uh, cool. All right. Um, I really don't mind if people call me he or she. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. <laughs> that's all right. And that's a good attitude to have. Girlfriend, or whatever. <laughs> All right, uh, Ms. for me. Okay, she for me. <laughs> there you go. Uh, please, let's not get into a gender studies thing tonight, please. No, I, I just, I can't. I cannot. <laughs> we might have something on that coming up on our Facebook review. I'm, I'm not sure. Uh, let's get back into it. Dumb things that they do here in Malaysia. I think I'm going to start a brand new category called dumb things in Malaysia. Here's one. I used to actually live here. I used to live in Damansara Perdana. I lived in two different condos there. Uh, one of them was really nice. Very contemporary, open floor plan, very cool, had a loft bedroom. It was really nice. Uh, the construction was a little, eh, but the place initially when it was first built was brilliant. So good old Damansara Perdana. Now, if you notice, let me get my mouse involved in the picture here. 
if you notice, there is a signboard held up by these three giant pillars. And this is a pedestrian walkway. And this, I really shouldn't have to explain this. This is a pillar for the signboard stuck right in the middle of the walkway. Brilliant planning. Just freaking brilliant planning. I, you know what? There's just not really much more to say about that. It's just stupid. Uh, and, all right. So again, I think we're going to start because there's a million of them. I see them all the time and I'll, I'll save them and we'll put them on the show. Dumb things in Malaysia. Now, however, we can start another category, which is called brilliant things in Malaysia. Because as much as we have a bunch of dumb things, we got a bunch of brilliant stuff too. And this is one of them. Check this out. Sorry, I got to readjust a little bit here. And uh, there we go. This appeared in, uh, what, the MalayMail.com. Uh, British band Coldplay sponsors watercraft to clean Malaysian rivers. This is the coolest story. Check this out. Um, a British band Coldplay has yet to perform in Malaysia, but it's about to treat the company, uh, country rather, to something even greater by sponsoring a watercraft that removes plastic trash from our rivers. Now, the way this works is this boat-like thing has this V in the front and it goes around the river and collects all the plastic and garbage and crap and stuffs it. It's it's like basically a big, you know, like a like a, a wood chipper for the water, but it shoots it all into the back and collects it and then they hopefully dump it somewhere safe. But uh, first of all, one observation, the one thing we could do would be to stop throwing crap in the river. But honestly, it's it's the Klang River, if I'm not mistaken, that they're currently doing a cleanup on. The Klang River is a mess. It provides a huge, it's one of the main water sources, one of the main rivers in Malaysia. Huge water source for millions of people. And it is the slimiest, scummiest, most disgusting. I read somewhere a long time ago that <clears throat> the percentage of water in the Klang River is somewhere under 50%. I mean, did you think about that? Now, now I'm not sure that can be right. That seems a little absurd. But then again, mm, it's a mess between chemicals and all the other crap that people just throw in the river. Like I said, the first way to solve this problem is stop throwing your crap in the river, any river, or anywhere except a garbage can. But, you know, people are people, and sadly, they do what they do. But a huge thank you to the band Coldplay, who is sponsoring or buying and sending us one of these. We already have one, at least one, I think. And uh, I didn't read all the details of this story. Check it out. It's uh, malaymail.com. And uh, you can find out more. But it's such a cool story. Such such a nice thing for Coldplay to do, too. Very cool. Very nice. And this I found. My friend Danny posted this. Um, 
Oh, look, Willie and the Warthog has four new views. <laughs> You're seeing my notifications pop up. By the way, um, Willie and the Warthog is a children's book that I wrote. You can find it on Amazon and a couple of other places. If you if you just do an internet search for Willie and the Warthog, you might want to put Jay Sheldon in there. I wrote it. Um, and you can buy one. Check it out on Amazon. You, they have a, I have a Facebook page also for Willie and the Warthog. And check that out. A different version of you exists in the minds of everyone you know. Who you know as yourself isn't really you. This is this psychological, more philosophical kind of stuff that I love this. It, it, yeah, I read a book that blew my mind. It says the main character goes crazy when he realizes nobody really knows him. The gist is that the person you think of as yourself exists only for you. Even you don't really know who that is. Every person you meet, every person you have a relationship with, uh, make eye contact with on the street, creates a version of you in their heads. You're not the same person to your mom, your dad, your brothers, your sisters, than you are to your co-workers, your neighbors, your friends. There are literally thousands of different versions of you out there in people's minds. And you, a different you, exists in each one of those people's visions. And yet your you, yourself, isn't really a someone at all blew my mind seriously it, when you think when you think it through it's quite true and quite weird but anyway i loved that i had to share it with you it's very cool i that's what we do I, yeah damn exactly kiwi little says damn um it, it's these little kind of things i find and i think you know what i gotta share it with my friends here on the on i'm not wearing pants because some of the stuff is just so cool like this one. Oh my this is the absolute coolest thing. Thank you, Darren. Darren liked the stream. Appreciate that. Thank you, sir. Um, and welcome. Thanks for jumping in. Um, this picture is to illustrate an article. And uh, you all know I have my dog, Miko. And Miko is, uh, is like my little girl. She is so precious. She, in fact, she was on the very beginning of our last stream. So if you missed that, uh, after the show, go check out our second to the last stream and um you'll you'll see her pop on right in the beginning of the show she's so precious but this it's, it's a little long but bear with me because it, it means a lot just a dog from time to time people tell me eh lighten up it's just a dog or that's a lot of money for just a dog and they don't understand the distance traveled the time spent or the costs involved for just a dog some of my proudest moments have come about with just a dog. Many hours have passed, and my only company was just a dog. But I didn't once feel slighted. Some of the saddest moments have been brought about by just a dog. <clears throat> and in those days of darkness, the gentle touch of just a dog gave me comfort and a reason to overcome the day. If you two think it's just a dog then you'll probably understand phrases like, it's just a friend, it's just a sunrise, or 
It's just a promise. Just a Dog brings into my life the very essence of friendship, trust, and pure, unbridled joy. Just a Dog brings out the compassion and the patience that makes me a better person. Because of Just a Dog, I rise early, take long walks, and look longingly to the future. So for me, and folks like me, it's not just a dog, but an embodiment of all the hopes and the dreams of the future, the fond memories of the past, and the pure joy of the moment. And I hope that someday they'll understand that it's not just a dog, but the thing that gives me humanity and keeps me from being just a man. So the next time you hear the phrase, just a dog, smile, because they just don't understand. How nice. Seriously. That touched my heart. That's brilliant. All right. Okay. It, like I said, this is a mishmash, potpourri. Here in Malaysia, we would call it rojak. Because it's rojak is like a it's a it's a food and it's a mixture of all kinds of fruits, a little bit of vegetables, a little bit of sauce, a little bit of whatever. Rojak means a mix of stuff. Yeah, got a big purple heart from Iocus uh, pocus or locus pocus. Okay, I can't tell if that's an L or an I. I'm doing my best. Okay, um, someone's cutting onions. <laughs> yeah, indeed. Where did the so? Anyway, Rojak, a mixture of crap from all over the web. Um, where did the names of the week come from? I didn't know this. I knew one or two of them. Oh, it's an L. Okay, Locus Pocus. There you go. Settled. Uh, the names of the days of the week. I knew one or two, but I didn't know all of them. And I found this, and I thought this was so cool. The Babylonians named Sunday and Monday after the sun and the moon. Cool. The Sunday I knew. Uh, Tuesday comes from Tiu, or Tiu, T-I-U or T-I-W, the Anglo-Saxon name for Tyre, T-Y-R, the Norse god of war. Uh, Tyre was one of the sons of Odin, or Woden, the supreme deity after whom Wednesday was named. Similarly, Thursday originates from Thor, the god of thunder, of course. Uh, Friday is derived from Frigga, the wife of Odin, which represents love and beauty. Saturday comes from Saturn, the ancient ancient Roman god of fun and feasting. Cool. Again, just a little tidbit of info you may or may not have known. <laughs> we love them all. And this, uh, once again, this is so brilliant. I saw this and I thought, got to share it with you guys. It's so cool. Um, this photograph is meant to illustrate this story. The, an anthropologist invited children from the African tribe to play a game. He placed a basket of fruit near a tree and announced, uh, addressing the kids, the one of you who reaches the tree first will be rewarded with all the sweet fruits. And when he signaled the kids to start the race, they locked hands tightly and ran together. Then they all sat together and they all enjoyed the fruit. The astonished anthropologist asked the children, why did you all run together? Because each one of them could enjoy the fruit for himself. To which the children replied, Obonato. 
Is it possible for one person to be happy when everyone else is sad? Obonato, in their language, means I exist because we exist. Wow. If more people followed that philosophy. Obonato. It's brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. So cool. All right. And one last thing here. Let me just make a quick adjustment here. There we go. I found these. There's two of them. They're not very long. Just a minute or two. But this is um, film. Film footage. Actual film footage from the 1900s. This one around 1900 was originally in black and white. And it's been enhanced and colorized. Normally, I am not a fan of colorizing old films. Now, when we're talking about old, I mean like the Maltese Falcon and you know old black and white fiction films, movies. But the old footage like this, absolutely, this is freaking brilliant. Who, who jumped in? Oh, Jason Mutong. Hello. Thank you. Thanks for jumping in on the stream here tonight. We're doing a mishmash. It's Rojak night. So we're talking about a little bit of everything. And, and the last stuff I've got to pump out there for you guys is, is very cool. Check this out. This is footage which has been enhanced and colorized, but it's from 1900. Imagine 120 something years ago. And check this out. Look at that. This is, I mean, it almost looks like this was, was made yesterday um, with a movie set. But no, this is an actual city. Sadly, uh, oh, it does say it is London. This is London around 1900. And look at that. That's amazing. Absolutely incredible. Obviously no cars yet. Um, everything is horse-drawn. You'll see that in there in the background. There, look at this. Carriages. And check that out. There's a nice bus, huh? It looks like a double-decker bus. I think there's a couple of those. Watch this guy. Kind of checking things out like, hey, who's the guy with the movie camera? Or maybe what is that? Is it a movie camera? If they even knew. But this is, oh, here comes another one. Like some sort of double-decker horse-drawn bus. <laughs> that is so cool. Amazing. And I've got one more of these things. Uh, let's see. Okay, here we go. This, I don't know what this is. It looks like a, like a coal mine or a factory. Again, it's England in 1901. So this is a little better identified. But check this out. They've set the, the film camera up and they're just shooting while these people are all walking by. Um, the kids are having a great time. I, I don't even know that they know what it is because, you know, movie cameras back in those days in 1901. But uh, check them out. There was some guy picking his nose in the background. There's another piece of footage here. It's just, just a minute long, but well worth it. All colorized and enhanced. Again, this looks like some sort of factory workers that have been let out of uh, the ship. There's a couple guys over here. I can't tell if they're play fighting or really fighting. That is so cool. Look at these. Look how they're dressed, too. Everybody's got like, it looks like, like suits on. All the soot. That's why I'm guessing maybe it's a coal mine or something like that. Check this guy out. Look at this poser. <laughs> these are great. Look at those faces. Look at that. That is absolutely amazing. Incredible. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Hannity. Okay. That footage was absolutely insane. It's so cool to see that stuff. Brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. All right. We've got so much stuff going on here. Um, and among them, of course, is our book. Yeah. We want to uh, move ahead with, um, with our book. 
We're almost done. We've got uh, one, maybe two chapters to go. I don't like to look ahead, so I didn't actually, I didn't actually check. But um, there's, there's just a, a, a few, one or two more chapters to go before we actually hit um, the end of the book. And um, why am I so dark? I'm going to pump that up just a little bit. Hang on, hang on. There we go. That's better. Wow, suddenly I went dark. <laughs> Excuse me. Okay, so we are doing, uh, by way of explanation, if you're new to the stream, we read a book until we get to the end. We read one chapter per stream, and then when we hit the end, we move on to the new book. You guys get to pick the books. Uh, we do this through the Gutenberg Project. Again, they do not pay uh, to be mentioned on the show, but we certainly want to want to thank them. Uh, they provide uh, copyright-free, public domain, classic books, all kinds of books. Amazing. We started with The Wonderful Wizard of Oz, finished that. We are now on Alice in Wonderland, and we're almost done with that. Our next book is kind of a short one. It's from Marjorie Williams Bianco called The Velveteen Rabbit. That one is a special pick from me because she's actually my great-great-aunt who wrote the book, The Velveteen Rabbit. You may or may not be familiar with it, but it's a precious story. So I wanted to, uh, to give her a plug. I mean, she's long gone, but uh, rest her soul. But um, she's a, a distant, distant relative of mine. And it's a brilliant story, too. It's really nice. So we'll do that. And I also need to know what you want, what you want next. So please put it in the chat. Uh, send me an email, nopants at jsheldon.com. Let me know what books. You can head over to gutenberg.org, and that's where we pick our books from. And uh, we thank them very much for that amazing service they have. If you can support those guys, please do. And uh, one final little piece of uh, business. I have updated, finally, our donations goal here and uh, started fresh. Thank you to everyone who previously donated. Truly appreciate that very, very much. It does help to support the stream, helps defray my costs of putting all this together, all the subscriptions and all the other stuff we have to do for the show. But uh, again, no obligation if you have a chance. Mr. Sam C. Oh my goodness, he's raiding with a party of 19. Well, welcome, welcome in. Fantastic. Uh, great to see you, Sam C. Thank you so much. I was a guest on this crazy, uh, was it, what do you call it, NPR or something? Um, <laughs> thanks for the follow, Altunayuki. Appreciate it. Um, anyway, I was a guest with this uh, crazy uh, role-playing game, RPG, I guess is what you, what you call it, uh, on, on Sam C.'s uh, stream and i was a mess i was an absolute mess cozy fuzz thanks for the follow appreciate that and uh great to have you guys in here oh my goodness thank you sam c mr sam c for the uh for the uh raid appreciate that thanks so much um wow raid <laughs> nra no right answers yeah that's right oh man that was a mess that was an absolute mess rdw red dot wrestling no <laughs> No, it was not Red Dot. Well, it kind of was. It was a wrestling thing. So, um, yeah, I guess you're right. Man, that's amazing. <laughs> Absolutely insane. 
Incredible. We uh, we are live on Twitch.tv where we've just been raided by by Sam, uh, Mr. Sam C. Thank you for that. Uh, also on Facebook Live, I'm not wearing pants as the page, and on Jay Sheldon. Yeah, Red Dot Wrestling is Sam's RPG wrestling show. Then there you go. I, I was a a messy guest on that on that show. I played uh, something like the character Chunk in um, in uh, oh, what was that film? The Goonies. Yeah, I kind of modeled my character on Chunk from the Goonies. So mm, just a big dumb, you know. Hey, you guys. So <laughs> that was fun. <coughs> oh man. Well. When you, uh, when you first all raided my channel, I was just about to start reading another chapter in the book. So I got to explain this again, but I'll do it very briefly. Uh, at the end of every stream, I read a chapter in a book until we get all the way through the book. We first did uh, The Wizard of Oz. Right now we're in almost at the end of Alice in Wonderland and coming up we'll be doing The Velveteen Rabbit. So we just got one or two more chapters to go in Alice in Wonderland. Um, so... Yeah, if you are so inclined and so interested, uh, basically, as you may or may not know, I, I'm a voiceover artist and uh, director and writer, producer. Um, plus, I do this funny little streaming thing three days a week. And uh, so I, I love using my voice. And so we put up this thing where we don't know if anybody's going to actually listen or watch, but what the hell, we'll try it anyway. So we read books. They're books that are in the public domain. They're copyright free. And I can publicly perform them. And uh, so that's what we've been doing at the end of every stream for the last 40 over streams now. Uh, as I said, we got through... Um, yay, Velveteen Rabbit. Yeah. Uh, that'll be next, coming up after Alice in Wonderland. Um, so tonight, we're going to do yet another chapter in the book. Um, a couple of housekeeping things. Again, thanks to streambeats.com for the tunes. Appreciate that. Harris Heller and the gang at Alpha Gaming. Uh, be sure you like, subscribe, share. We have a new merchandise store. It is here, but I don't know that that link is working. So um, I will put a link back in the chat on twitch.tv. And that, in case this link doesn't work um you can click on the link in the chat if you want to buy yourself a uh, piece of quality merchandise i gotta get mine because um i've been wearing this one too long or too many times so it's time for a, a little jay sheldon no pants merchandise i'll grab a couple t-shirts and uh, we'll do that so Anyway, that's uh, pretty much, uh, uh, yeah, the link doesn't work. Thank you, Orb. Obligated Orb, uh, I will figure it out. I've just got to get this thing to work. You know, it's the old boomer and, and tech, so bear with me. Um, also, in addition to that, if you're new to the channel, uh, thank you for the subscribe. Appreciate that. Share, like on Facebook Live. We triple cast to YouTube, Facebook, and uh, Twitch.tv, of course. And... Um, we are on three nights a week. So uh, I also sometimes play old school games. We've played Doom. We played Meridian 59. We played Mortal Kombat. Someone suggested something the other night. I forget what it was. I'll have to look back. Um, or send me an email again with your suggestion. Nopants at jsheldon.com. I answer all the emails. I read all of them. Thank you. <clears throat> so on with the book. We're going to move right into it. Um, 
if this isn't your thing, by all means, thanks for popping by. Thank you to Mr. Sam C for the raid. Truly appreciate that. But uh, for the next uh, 20 minutes or so, we're going to jump into Alice in Wonderland. <coughs> wow. Excuse me. I need one more sip of coffee. Mmm. Good stuff. No, it really is coffee. I'm not kidding. Uh, chapter 12 is where we are. Alice has been called to give evidence, and the chapter is called Alice's Evidence. Cozy Fuzz says no straight roads. Yeah. <laughs> um, I usually try and stick to boomer games, like old, really old school stuff, like, you know, Doom and things. But um, that might be interesting if I can set that up. I played uh, No Straight Roads over on Stephen Bone's Everything channel. I've done that a couple of times. That was a lot of fun. And I didn't do too bad, actually, for the old boomer. I held my own. I kicked some butt. Wasn't bad. <laughs> All right. Uh, Alice's Evidence. It's Chapter 12 in Alice in Wonderland. Here, cried Alice, quite forgetting in the flurry of the moment, how large she had grown in the last few minutes, and she jumped up in such a hurry that she tipped over the jury box with the edge of her skirt, upsetting all the jurymen onto the heads of the crowd below. And there they lay sprawled about, reminding her very much of a globe of goldfish she'd accidentally upset a week before. Oh, I beg your pardon, she claimed in a tone of great dismay, and began picking them up again as quickly as she could, for the accident of the goldfish kept running in her head, and she had a vague sort of idea that they must be collected at once and put back into the jury box or they would die. The trial cannot proceed, said the king in a very grave voice, until all the jurymen are back in their proper places. All, he repeated with great emphasis, looking hard at Alice as he said so. Well, Alice looked at the jury box and saw that in her haste, She'd put the lizard in head downward, and the poor little thing was waving its tail about in a melancholy way, quite unable to move. Soon she got it out again and put it right. Not that it signifies much, she said to herself. I should think that it would be quite as much use in the trial one way or the other. As soon as the jury had a little recovered from the shock of being upset, and their slates and pencils had been found and handed back to them. They set to work very diligently to write out a history of the accident, all except the lizard, who seemed too much overcome to do anything but sit with his mouth open, gazing up at the roof of the court. "'What do you know about this "'Business,' the king said to Alice. Mm, "'Nothing,' said Alice. "'Nothing whatsoever,' persisted the king. "'Nothing whatsoever,' said Alice. "'That's very important,' the king said, turning to the jury. "'They were just beginning to write this down on their slates.' when the white rabbit interrupted. Unimportant, your majesty, means, of course, he said in a very respectful tone, but frowning and making faces at him as he spoke. Uh, unimportant, of course, I meant, the king hastily said, and went on to himself in an undertone. 
Important, unimportant, unimportant, important, as if he were trying to see which words sounded best. Some of the jury wrote it down, important, and some wrote down unimportant. Alice could see this as she was near enough to look over their slates. Eh, but it doesn't matter, she thought to herself. At this moment, the king, who had been for some time busily writing in his notebook, cackled out, Silence! and read from his book, Rule 42. All persons more than a mile high to leave the court. Everybody looked at Alice. I'm not a mile high, said Alice. You are, said the king. Nearly two miles high, added the queen. Well, I shan't go at any rate, said Alice. Besides, that's not a regular rule. You invented it just now. It's the oldest rule in the book, said the king. Well, then it ought to be number one, said Alice. The king turned pale and shut his book hastily. "'Consider your verdict,' he said to the jury in a low, trembling voice. "'There's more evidence to come yet, please, your majesty,' said the white rabbit, jumping up in a great hurry. His papers had just been picked up. "'What's in it?' said the queen. Mm, "'I haven't opened it yet said the white rabbit, but it seems to be a letter written by the prisoner to, to, uh, to somebody. It must have been that, said the king, unless it was written to nobody, which isn't unusual, you know. Uh, who is it directed to, said one of the jur jurymen. Well, it isn't directed at all, said the white rabbit. In fact, there's nothing written on the outside. He unfolded the paper as he spoke and added, It isn't a letter after all. It's a set of verses. And they're in the prisoner's handwriting, asked another juryman. Uh, no, they're not, said the white rabbit, and that's the queerest thing about it. The jury all looked puzzled. He must have imitated somebody else's hand, said the king. The jury all brightened up again. Uh, please your majesty said the knave i didn't write it and they can't prove i did there's no name signed at the end well if you didn't sign it said the king that only makes the matter worse you must have meant some mischief or else you'd have signed your name like an honest man there was a general clapping of hands at this. It was really the first clever thing the king had said that day. That proves his guilt, said the queen. It proves nothing of the sort, said Alice. Why, you don't even know what they're about. Read them, said the king. The white rabbit put on his spectacles. Where shall I begin, please, your majesty, he asked. Begin. At the beginning, said the king gravely, and go on till you come to the end. Then stop. These were the verses the white rabbit read. They told me you had been to her and mentioned me to him. She gave me a good character, but said I could not swim. He sent them word I had not gone. We know it to be true. If she should push the matter on, 
what would become of you? I gave her one, they gave him two. You gave us three and more. They all returned from him to you, though they were mine before. Or I, if I or she should chance to be involved in this affair, he trusts to you to set them free, exactly as they were. My notion was that you had been, before she had this fit, an obstacle that came between him and ourselves and it. Don't let him know he liked them best, for this must ever be a secret kept from all the rest between yourself and me. Well, that's the most important piece of evidence we've heard yet, said the king, rubbing his hands. So now let the jury... It, if any one of them can explain it, said Alice. She had grown so large in the last few minutes, she wasn't even a bit afraid of interrupting him. I'll give him sixpence. I don't believe there's an atom of meaning in it. The jury all wrote down on their slates. She doesn't believe there's an atom of meaning in it, and none of them attempted to explain the paper. If there's no meaning in it, said the king, that saves a world of trouble, you know, as we needn't try to find any. And yet I don't know, he went on, spreading out the verses on his knee and looking at them with one eye. I seem to see some meaning in them after all. Said I could not swim. You can't swim, can you? he added, turning to the knave. The knave shook his head sadly. Mm, do I look like it? he said, which he certainly did not, being made entirely of cardboard. All right so far, said the king, and went on muttering over the verses to himself. We know it to be true. That's the jury, of course. I gave her one, they gave him two. Why, uh, that must be what he did with the tarts, you know. But it goes on. They all return from him to you, said Alice. Why, there they are, said the king triumphantly, pointing to the tarts on the table. Nothing can be clearer than that. Then again, before she had this fit, you never had fits, my dear, I think, he said to the queen. Never, said the queen furiously, throwing an inkstand at the lizard as she spoke. The unfortunate little Bill had left off writing on his slate with one finger, as he found it made no mark. But now he hastily began again, using the ink that was trickling down his face, as long as it lasted. "'Then the words don't fit you,' said the king, looking around the court with a smile. And there was a dead silence. "'It's a pun,' added the king in an offended tone, and... Everybody laughed. Let the jury consider their verdict, the king said, for about the twentieth time that day. No, no, said the queen. Sentence first, verdict afterward. Stuff and nonsense, said Alice loudly. The idea of having the sentence first. Hold your tongue, said the queen, turning purple. I won't, said Alice. Off with her head, the queen shouted at the top of her voice. Nobody moved. Who cares for you, said Alice, 
She'd grown to her full size by this time. Why, you're nothing than a pack of cards. At this, the whole pack rose up in the air and came flying down upon her. She gave a little scream, half of fright, half of anger, and tried to beat them off and found herself lying on the bank with her head in the lap of her sister, who was gently brushing away some dead leaves that had fluttered down from the trees upon her face. "'Wake up, Alice, dear,' said her sister. "'What a long sleep you've had!' "'Oh, I've had the most curious dream,' said Alice, and she told her sister, as well as she could remember, all these strange adventures of hers that you have been reading about. And when she'd finished, her sister kissed her, and said, "'It was a curious dream, dear, certainly, but now run in to your tea. It's getting late.' So Alice got up and ran off, thinking while she ran, well, she might. What a wonderful dream it had been. But her sister just sat, as she had left her, leaning her head on her hand, watching the setting sun and thinking of little Alice and all her wonderful adventures, until she too began dreaming after a fashion, and this was her dream. First, she dreamed of Alice herself, and once again the tiny hands were clasped upon her knee, and the bright eager eyes were looking up into hers. She could hear the very tones of her voice, and see that queer little toss of her head to keep back the wandering hair that would always get in her eyes. And as she listened, or seemed to listen, the whole place around her became alive with the strange creatures of her little sister's dream. The long grass rustled at her feet as the white rabbit hurried by. The frightened mouse splashed his way through the neighboring pool. She could hear the battle of the teacups as the March Hare and his friends shared their never-ending meal, and the shrill noise of the queen ordering off her unfortunate guests to their execution. Once more, the pig baby was sneezing on the duchess's knee, while plates and dishes crashed around it. Once more, the shriek of the griffin, and the squeaking of the lizard's slate pencil, and the choking of the suppressed guinea pigs filled the air, mixed up with the distant sobs of the miserable mock turtle. So she sat on with closed eyes and half believed herself in Wonderland, though she knew she had but to open them again and all would change to the dull reality. The grass would only be rustling in the wind and the pool rippling in the waving of the reeds. The rattling teacups would change to tinkling sheep bells and the queen's shrill cries to the voice of the shepherd boy and the sneeze of the baby, the shriek of the griffin, and all the other queer noises would change, she knew, to the confused clamor of the busy farmyard, while the lowing of the cattle in the distance would take the place of the mock turtle's heavy sobs. Lastly, she pictured to herself 
how this same little sister of hers would, in the aftertime, be herself a grown woman, and how she would keep, through all her riper years, the simple and loving heart of her childhood, and how she would gather about her other little children and make their eyes bright and eager with many strange tales, perhaps even with the dream of Wonderland a long time ago, and how she would feel with all their simple sorrows and find a pleasure in all their simple joys, remembering her own child life and the happy summer days. That's the end. Wow. <laughs> that is the end. I didn't realize we were doing the final chapter. That's so cool. That is Alice in Wonderland. Amazing. That was a, that was a great way to end that book. I will tell you, we've done uh, what 12 chapters, and this was the weirdest, freakiest book ever. It was written by somebody who, you know, back in the mid-1800s, I think, 1900s. No, mid-1800s, if I'm not mistaken, uh, like 1860s or something. But, um, oh, man, I'm telling you, it, it was just freaky. But that last chapter was nice. It was sweet. A nice way to wrap it all up. All right, you know what that means? That means that next stream, which is going to be on Thursday night, we will begin The Velveteen Rabbit by my great-great-aunt, Marjorie Williams Bianco. And uh, we'll have that. It's a rel relatively short book, so uh, it'll take no time at all, just a few streams to get through it. And um, then you guys pick the next book. Go over to Gutenberg.org, the Gutenberg Project, and check, um, check the uh, different books we have there. Uh, just so you know... I will show you the ones that I've kind of highlighted. Um, Jules Verne, Around the World in 80 Days, was one I thought would be fun. Peter Pan is another one. Again, these have to be public domain books because technically what I'm doing reading them is a performance. So there's copyright issues. So these are public domain. These I can do without worry of getting copyright strikes or being sued or whatever. Uh, Peter Pan, The Jungle Book, The Legend of Sleepy Hollow, although that might be better for closer to Halloween time. Um, Peter Rabbit, uh, The War of the Worlds, although that's very long. Uh, Treasure Island, it's a long one, but that's a goodie too, Treasure Island. So that's just a few that I picked out and uh, I thought those would be fun. So let me know, please. Uh, wow, I've missed so much chat. I'm sorry. Let me just quickly dig through. Um, cool. There you go. Wondering why I hadn't started. Okay. And Sam C, thanks. Enjoying this. <laughs> cool. Thanks, Sam. Uh, Mr. Sam C did a raid on us earlier, and we thank him very much for that. Uh, let's see. It was a bit busy. And there we go. Listening to stories. Read by Jay Sheldon. Thank you. I appreciate that. Immensely calming. <laughs> well, there you go. All right, guys. Um, that's going to about wrap up the show for tonight. Thank you. We've done an hour, which is about all we normally do. Appreciate that. Hey, snarky fancy pants or sarky fancy pants. Great. We've got another pants in, in the in the in the family. Thank you for uh, for joining. Appreciate that. <laughs> all right. 
Um, cool. I am just about ready to head on out of here. We thank you all for joining. Thank you for liking, sharing, subscribing. They all help out a whole bunch. Truly, truly do appreciate it. Something brand new. Uh, if you are on Twitch, you will see a, uh, there, I've just posted another, um, another, uh, link for brand new, no pants merchandise. Yay. You can uh, check that out when you uh, get a chance, if you are so inclined. Thank you so much. All right, that's it. I'm out of here. I thank you for uh, joining tonight. We will see you again on Thursday night. I, oh, and thanks, Sam C. Thanks, Mr. Sam C. For the, for the raid earlier. I appreciate that very much. All right, here we go. I'm Jay Sheldon, and I'm not wearing pants. Good night. Yo.